Welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben. It's episode, I've just checked, 371. I'm here with Whoa. Lucy. I don't know whose name you said, but I'm here. Hi. <laughs> and Adol. Oh, I, I don't think he said anything. I was just like, this episode, blah. I was like, no. whoa. Definitely introduced Lucy and there was a big explosion of Adol <laughs> right in the... Right in the mix of things. Um, let's just jump into beers, shall we? Um, oh, shit. Lucy, I mean, you're not yes. drinking this evening. No. Um, so you're on a, some jug. No, it's just a normal pint glass. Just a glass. Okay. I'm, I'm very vanilla Lucy, of me. you're letting us down. I know. I'm I mean, I don't even want... To, I'm okay with not the standard measuring cup, but oh, I want oh, like oh, some oh, random oh, vessel. Oh, oh. If you're not going to do like the like measured liter thing... Just like a bedpan, and then what? The week after, it's a hat. Yeah. Just continuously ridiculous things. Oh, the stein. Yeah, go for a stein yeah. of water. Oh, Good. wow. Okay, so pint glass into stein. <laughs> I mean, now I really. So the problem is, Lucius like primed us for. Apparently, a pint is such a minimal version of that stein. So when Lucy finally comes on the pod and and drinks a full stein of that. It's going to be messy. Well, yeah. messy well, for Ben and I. Lucy's probably just going to neck it and be like, yeah, it's fine. No, I'll just be <laughs> on the toilet for most of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, right. Adel, what are you drinking then? Well, so I've... Mm, I'm in a weird place where I'm supposed to... Well, I've chosen to not drink that much because of health reasons and mm-hmm. heart crap that doesn't need to get into. Mm-hmm. But um, there was a um, conference and... A free tab, and now I'm three beers in, and Fair. I chose the Neon Raptor Fear the Raptor Barrel Aged BA Pecan Maple Danish Imperial Stout at 13.5%. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> so as a as a man who's like ah, so my my so I'm getting a heart monitor tomorrow. Sure. Um, I'm supposed to avoid stimulants, so like no, I haven't had caffeine in two weeks. <gasps> it's been. Um, but I've also tried to avoid that much booze because Killer. like lifestyle crap, because obviously if when your doc is like, you shouldn't have any caffeine, you're like, oh, maybe I don't value things. Um, and then I've like, I've literally had like three pints and three ounces of very nice whiskey. Um, and the, the, the booze I picked today, because I thought I wasn't going to drink it all was this thing. Which is the Fear the Rancor uh, BA Pecan Maple Danish Imperial Stout. Uh, it's the Emperor's Brewery. You're not a Jedi yet. Neon Raptor. Uh, Look, it's a Rancor. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, uh. 440, 13.5%. Damn. It's been in my fridge for, I'd say, like two months ish. I got <laughs> it from the Hop Knocker. It's. Clearly, the Neon Raptor, I think they've moved on from the Star Wars now, but, like, they were doing their thing. But also, I just, I like Imperial Stouts. Yeah. I, I, I'm, honestly, I like Imperial Stouts plain, and, like, there's enough of these pastry and, like, maple Danish, for example, uh, Imperial Stouts, and I haven't figured out if I like the added layer. So, I'm just, like... Okay. Mildly curious at uh, if this thirteen point five percent beer needs extra wrapping because the way I like beers, if you had a thirteen point five percent just like Imperial Stout with no Danish 
you know, whatever, I'd probably be okay. And I'm just trying to feel out how much, because like the, the market wants the wrapping of the maple Danish or the whatever, right? They want like the 30.5% to have a notion. And I'm like exactly the opposite. I'm like, ah, I just want that like clean, high ABV, whatever. And I'm trying to figure out whether I'm okay with the extra wrapping and neon raptor is very good for these thematic things like i think they're mm. probably doing a lord of the rings thing now based on the world etc but like they were doing fear the rancor a couple months ago because star wars day i assume and it just sat in my fridge because i was like i want to have this in the pod which means you the listener won't ever have access to this because it's long since sold out. <laughs> I'm very good at the, you know, timing yeah. things. Yeah. But um, anyway. un- Unlike my beer, which I panic bought from Sainsbury's earlier today because I had nothing in the fridge. And I, having looked at the can, I'm regretting my decision before I've even opened it. Oh, really? Um, so... Uh, I, I I went to a very, very small Sainsbury's to pick up some bits and went, ah, oh, grab a beer while I'm here. I've got a couple of just bottles of Duval in the fridge now as well. Um, but a beer I'd never seen before was mm. Rocket Lolly IPA from Northern Monk. Oh. There's a lolly. There's a lolly on the, the tin. Interesting. Um, yeah. It says a hop-powered takeoff to give you a fruity cosmic blast. Strawberry, orange, and pineapple. Um, it's only a baby. It's four point seven percent. Is it an IPA, really? Um, <laughs> no. Uh, no. You don't look it up. It's just not. There's nothing else on there. So yeah. I really like the f- the font though, like of the rocket and the lolly being mm-hmm. different fonts. That's a nice yeah. little touch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's quite you know it's appealing enough as a can for me to have gone. Oh, I've not had that. I'll try that one. Uh, and then grabbed a bunch of beers. Um, I've, I've drank and will drink later um, that I've already had. Oh, wow. To be fair, it's a mm. nice big nose straight off. But we'll come back to you, Adol, for a, oh, okay. a, a brief tasting uh, so a beer it, I imagine actually, you will sip. It, it actually poured a bit um, less um, effervescently than I hoped. Like, so it's mm. like I poured it. You can see those of you watching the VOD. Um, there's like no head, there's no anything. Uh, it poured kind of the same, and I was hoping for a little bit more of like a build up of head, just like a nice notion of uh, of this is a like a microcosm of beer, and instead it feels like a yep. Basically, I it feels less like I'm having a thing that I got in a can versus like uh, an old draft, I guess. Okay. It is mm. very sweet, which, you know, it's a pecan maple Danish mm-hmm. imperial stout. Yeah. 13.5%. Yeah. Obviously, that's a thing that we expected. Um, is it's it, a bit sickly. I was going to say, is it like tooth rotting sweet? No. Okay. This is why I wanted to say that. It's a bit sickly, but at 13.5% with all these other things... I don't know if you could have asked for more. Um, mm. A few sips in, I'm getting the maple. I'm a bit of the Danish in the sense of like it feels like a bit bready, a bit malty, a bit like reserved, like the alcohol sweetness and the like 
whatever you call the Danish sweetness, like the like pastry baked good. The baked good sweetness feels mm. tempered in a good way um, because it feels like there's it's grappling with the thing instead of just being a, like an outward taste. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think this is a bad beer to have small sips of. Actually, having right. had a small sip, it's just because it's 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 a it's a little too alcoholy um, for you to like discern on a small sip. You're just gonna have that like peak, sickly sweet, and have to discern. Um, mm. On a bigger sip, you're getting a little more of that like pastry. On the basically the problem is the like Danish maple pastry, all that stuff is all in the back. It's all in the like not quite finished, but the step before the finish. And you're like, oh, that's what's going on, and it kind of flushes out. But mm. if you take a small sip, you don't get any of that. You just get this like sickly sweet, like kind of a little like a little too harsh. Uh, and when you take the bigger sip and have this notion of like a pastry, a Danish in the back end, it's still, if I'm honest, some people won't like this. It's just a little too like in your face. It's just, okay. You, 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 but like, if you're okay with that, you can roll with it, but you need that extra, like you need to take those larger sips to like have that maltiness, have that like occasion to happen. If that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it's really interesting. I. It's been a while since I've read like. B a, pecan maple maple Danish imperial stout and be like yes I see all those things and they're balanced and what I really like about this, is it does feel balanced but mm. like in the way that like. If I wanted. I would find it balanced if I if I like drank it in the way of I want an imperial step, or I feel it balanced if I drank it in the sense of like a kind of sweet, interesting experiment in the pecan sort of like nutty maple thing. But I wouldn't say it was balanced across both. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you can like lean into one or one of those things and like see how it could open up. But you still have to kind of make a choice of what you're going to lean into. So it's not like neutral, neutrally balanced, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's very good is what I'm saying. It's just like you have to like make a choice of do I want this like imperial step that's sickly sweet but doing some interesting things? Or do you want to like have this interesting beer which um, happens to be heavy? But you can't be in between the two, which is really interesting because I think it's doing both of those really well. Uh-huh. And you mm. would think that then the middle ground would be just like a non-starter, but actually, I think the middle ground is like the worst for this beer. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just uh, a really a bizarre. A monsoon seems yeah, like in there between, go. and it's very good. So. <laughs> yeah, that that's basically this beer. It's just like a a bit of a enigma wrapped in a riddle wrapped in a whatever the fuck. I guess. <laughs> good. Well, we'll return to it towards the end of the episode and see if anything has changed. Um, onto a beer that everyone can go out and buy right this second, as long as your Sainsbury's stocks it, I guess. Um, but this Northern Monk Rocket Ollie, it's got a, a, a big nose, and it's kind of you look at the the can, you see the Rocket Lolly on. And this nose is that. This is it's mm. super kind of 
big strawberry coming off of it, a little bit of orange, but maybe more in that kind of like artificial side. So not sort of like natural flavorings, more like artificial flavorings. And I don't know whether, again, that is just my brain going, lolly, no natural flavorings in that. It's all artificial and it's just uh. then just pushing that onto the the nose that I'm getting from the beer. But, you know, it looks, it's what I say it was, 4.7. It looks like a pale. It's very, very light. Um, a little bit of a head to it, not much. Uh, oh dear. Um, Flavor-wise, it's nowhere near as big as the nose. Like I said, the nose is lovely. As soon as I cracked the can, it came straight out. Big nose on this beer. Flavor-wise, just doesn't stack up. It's 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 been dialed back massively in the flavor. Still getting a little bit of strawberry, a little bit of orange. Not really getting was it uh, uh, not lemon pineapple maybe yeah pineapple, which I'm not getting a huge amount of. Um, if they'd have cut this through with a citrus, something like lemon instead, it might have just picked it up that little bit. Um, but it's just very, very weak. It's kind of like, it's not, <laughs> like all of these beers started appearing in the supermarkets well, maybe three or four years ago. Mm. And we were saying, oh, it's kind of like the beer that they make, but a little bit watered down and maybe a bit more mass kind of market. And they've, they've made it for a different kind of audience. This This beer just isn't, very good uh. but I can see why it might appeal to people who are looking for an alternative to something else Carlsberg. like Foster's or Carlsberg or you know Carling um, I don't know if they would pick it up because of the label and things it's quite you know it's kind of quite kiddie and, and stuff uh. it's a bit more reminiscent of something like Tiny Rebel um, than sort of Northern Monk but I mean it could be uh. I mean, it might. I mean, four four odd percent might as well be. Um, and it kind of isn't. It doesn't even give you the like the nose gave you that flavour. So when you have one of these kind of lollies, you get that big flavour, even if it is artificial, even if it's incredibly sweet. You're still getting those fruity flavours. It's just too watered down. Even yeah. on the front, it even says blast hop for some reason, but and it's just like no, yeah. no, no blasting, no hops in here at all. Well, you knew what you were getting yourself into, at least. At least it wasn't... Um, your expectations were up here and then... Sure. You know. Yes, my expectations were here. The beer is still here. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's a very small drop. It's not kind of like, oh my God, a Northern Monk in Sainsbury's? Mm. Amazing. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. it's uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll keep sipping it and see what it's like. I might, I might as well be in your corner, Lucy, and having a water, really. <laughs> Just something slightly, something slightly flavoured. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see if it, we'll see if it opens up at all. What did I drink before this? I don't even remember. It's not a big beer that I had before this, so it shouldn't, it shouldn't be affecting my palate too much. And again, I probably finished that about an hour ago. Um, so it's not affecting too much, but anyway, we'll come back to this. We'll see if it picks up at all and my palate acclimatises and, uh, and feels anything, any joy at all from this beer. Uh, but we will stick with beer and talk about our, I suppose, day out. 
to the Bristol Craft Beer Festival, uh, which Ooh. happened a couple of weeks ago now, um, and see if we have any highlights and, and just how we felt about the about the day. Um, one of the good things that they have implemented this year is a uh, you go to club uh, dot wearebeer.com I think and you basically sign up and log in and it gives you a tick list gives you a, a, a list of all of the beers that are on offer and, and that was great it's really nice yeah. uh, uh, nice idea great to be able to go around and say great I, I've had this one I've tried this and you can heart some of them just to see if you really like it um, I've forgotten my login so I can't actually uh-huh. access uh-huh. every every password I've tried so far has come up and just said that's not right Sorry, you're muted, Adol, by the way. Um, you're still muted. God damn it. <laughs> uh, I was gonna. I was saying I I also like, <coughs> wrote things down and then apparently I don't remember the login. <laughs> I should have my login. But I found it. Uh, I have oh, nice. a login. I assume... What's the name of the thing again? Uh, club.wearebeer.com so the problem is like because they like so this is the problem with like modern um software as a service things because like now i've logged in and it's like do you want to buy pick tickets for 2024 or the beer list of 2023 and it's like oh i want it's just like how do i find the things i highlighted because now it's just giving me like a long list just because the event is over. So during the event, we could like right. just like highlight favorite or say I had it. Like there were two flags on things, but um, to be honest, uh, it was kind of frustrating because some of the stuff was like, it was listed on the Friday night session and the Friday yeah. afternoon session or the Saturday afternoon session, they still had it, but like no one told anyone. So the thing wasn't there. And it was like, yep. I just want to write, I, I should just be able to be like, I went to place X and I had this thing. I liked mm-hmm. it or I had it. Yep. And I like, I mean, it does a, allow you to do that. I mean, it's data pretty, side, pretty just good, you know? like it or had it isn't the greatest, like, granularity but the fact that they couldn't get that is kind of annoying i mean like i i think we got it we yeah we got it for maybe 80 percent of the beers Mm. and it was only then maybe when oh uh, but i mean like just the the notion of like having it as the same quality of flag as liking it sure uh I mean, you can... I, I literally just came from a, a academic conference where I was bitching about, like, data types, etc. I realized that I'm importing a bit of that here. I'll stop talking. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they'll take on any criticism on board oh. for development of next year. Because, again, this is a new, uh, a new kind of implementation yeah, cause, for, cause for this year. Before, they would just have a spreadsheet. And, yes. Um, so this is a bit better. It works for the most part. Like, mine is still showing what I had and what I liked, or mm. well, what I wanted to try and what I, um, what I did end up trying. So, yeah, okay. um, yeah, for a first first time. What did they have it last year? I think they had something similar last year, but it wasn't quite as easy Ooh, to use they? as this. They did yeah. have um. So yeah, again, last year I think it was more of a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. kind of open but, but for you to just Excel-y. be able to view. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, it's it's something that's constantly being developed, which is great. 
Because next year, hopefully, it's an app instead of a website, which mm-hmm. is just a little bit more intuitive, which holds your data. Yeah. And obviously, they have to deal with all of that kind of data, you know, holding people's data and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and it would be good if I could log in if we're going to buy tickets for next year, if they're going on sale through, like, as a those early bird tickets are going on through the um, through that. So I'll have to recover my password or something at some oh. point, if I remember. Um so it's a, it's a nice idea. Ah, it's a nice kind of uh, uh, as as someone who doesn't use uh, Untapped anymore and hasn't for a long time. Yeah. It's just a nice addition to be able to go. Cool. I'll have a quick look. I can just tick it and I'm away. Yeah. So I, I can mean, refer back to it if I remembered my login details and say, Oh yeah, I hearted this bit. It was great. Um, that's where I'm at. Which which is like. On that website, we had to like fight across multiple like days, sessions, etc. And some of the stuff did, didn't show up, but some of it did. And then I actually like at that point can't remember the difference between like a check mark and a heart. But you go in, and you're like, oh, I needed to have done the thing. And so now, if I have a filter on check marks and hearts, I have like 10, 15 beers. But also, I can't. I don't I, I I feel like the app just needs to be less granular. Like if you just had an app that said these are all the beers and I just like slapped it, I would remember the ones that I liked, even if they weren't the ones I had. And that mm. extra little like the extra bit of granularity was like would be useful except it's like around that beer wasn't available or it was versus like I can't remember it. I'd rather you just give me like the whole list and I just figured it out because what happens is like, uh, I think I remembered a beer and I didn't. And it's just, I don't know. I I feel like there's like this weird dissonance between, (coughs) Oh yes. The what's your 20 of IPAs on Friday night. I put a check mark on and 6%, but not a heart. What does that mean? Where if it was just like, was I exposed to this beer, yes or no? Actually, given that we don't have the granularity and that consistency, I'd rather just like the one metric. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's not that I don't trust... I can't trust the metric because it's like too variable. And I'd rather just pretend there wasn't a differentiation, I guess, is the thing I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it um, the tick is for you've tried it and the heart was... I would yeah, like no, but it. it's not, though, right? Because sometimes you try it and you like it, but you don't love it. And so you have this middle ground. I, I, I didn't well, think the I heart was tick, just, tick is, I love it. I just, thought it was, I've had it. I thought it, the, the, the heart was, this is on my wish list to try. Well, maybe that's the way oh. I read it. Maybe, I don't oh. know. Yeah. But, uh, so this is what um, I mean about like that like question mark mm-hmm. bit. It's like, I, so what Lucy said makes a thousand percent sense to me. I don't think anyone who like walked up to the thing would have necessarily that interpretation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I realize I've, I've just recovered my password. I've gone on. I've looked at the different days. I've applied filters to look at the ones that I've ticked, look at the ones that I've hearted. I only hearted one beer. And it's a beer we've spoken about before, which Lucy has drank multiple occasions which was the glass house dipper for 
Um, yeah. Everything else got a tick, I suppose. And again, I definitely drank more than like six beers. So I've not ticked a bunch of beers on here that I actually tried. So who knows how kind of successful it actually is at us remembering to do these kinds of things rather than us sat there with our kind of our sheet that says all of our beers and, and writing on it and, and ticking it. Because I think that's, you know, one of our first beer festivals, that's kind of what we did. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, we, we had our little list and we sort of put notes next to them. Going to the uh, filters list, it seems that the heart is to favourite um, right. what you like, so it deals right. But yeah, it's got some neat, neat little filters. Mm. You can <laughs> sort by brewery, by style. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely like it's good bones. It's a prettier bones. Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, you know, just, uh, just ultimately yes. Friendly, yeah. Um, out of the beers that you did try, or the ones that you remember, not necessarily from the list, is there anything that kind of stood out to you, Lucy? Uh, I really liked uh, well the Dipper Four, as you just mm-hmm. spoke about. Mm. And um, I really liked the uh, the meads from Gosnell. Oh yes! Oh yeah. The what, what was the name of the apiary? Uh, I don't know the name of the specific apiary, but the meadery. No, I just mean the brewery that was yeah. associated with the apiary. Go- the meadery. The meadery. Yeah. The, the the it's Gosnells of London. Um, who? Mm. Who weren't on the list? Um, yeah, I really liked the hibiscus. the separate mead list. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have to say. Uh, um, mm. So, uh, those of us who weren't there, um, so Emily, my partner, mm-hmm. um, what came and joined us for a chunk of the session, yep. and actually one of my favorite beers was one that M grabbed, which was the. Or a peach Bellini cobbler pastry sour. Uh, it was just exactly what the doctor ordered. It's exactly what it said. It worked really well. Um, I would say it's less pastry sour than just generally sort of stone fruit sour. And it just was like super refreshing. Uh, low ABV in at a beer vest. Like it just like stood out as mm. like this. Yep. That's what we wanted. Like, who was who was that from? Aura. Aura. Okay. So they were one of the. Um, so for those of you who weren't at the Bristol Craft Brewery Festival, uh, Craft Beer Festival, which is like most probably, people, I assume, um, they they had like five tents ish of like here's the tent, here's the brewer, and a couple of those tents were like jam-packed of like instead of having four beers from one place times three it was like we're gonna say two one or two beers times shared store times six Mm. and that was gonna be one sixth of the whole tent yeah so you end up having this like really like diverse but disconnected thing Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what they were um and Aura was like one of two beers that I can't. I, I think they did. Like they had. They literally just Aura times two. Hey, hang out with us. And um, but that uh, Peach Bellini Cobbler Pastry Sour, which sounds really complicated, was literally they were just like, 
it's a stone fruit sour. And it was goddamn great. Nice. And and I mean that really sincerely. Like, you don't need or want more than that. Mm. It was really interesting. It was still a Bellini. Like, it was just a, like a stone fruit thing. You don't have to worry about how it caught unfolded. And it was like, no, this is great. Um, And I say this because I encountered multiple really interesting beers in the beer fest this year, but I didn't have something that was just like stand out this thing. Mm. And the closest I got to that was actually this particular beer, which was just like a... I, I'm not say, I, I'm not saying oh it like would reset your like parameters in a beer fest. What I'm saying is the closest thing to being like oh shit in this year's craft beer festival was that, which mm. was like it it just did all the things like the the aura just like. Knocked out of the park. Like I didn't nice. care good. enough about uh, longevity. I was just like, "Yep, yeah, this is like the enough sour, enough interesting stone fruit." And you did this so well that I just like kind of closed the book for later crap, and it was okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's interesting because a lot of the beers that I had at least were good, like good beers. You know, they're beers that I would drink again. It's it's something that I would be very happy with. Um, but it's a different feeling at a beer festival that you kind of want that next level of stuff, right? And I remember last year, I can't remember which brewery it was, but we we queued up because they were going to crack open bottles that they'd brought with them of a, a of a specific beer. They'd only brought twenty big seven hundred fifty mil bottles with them. They were going to open them at two o'clock, and it was kind of first come first serve. There yeah. wasn't anything like that this year that i saw or that we went and queued no up not for. at all it was kind of just here are the beer here's our beers you know if we run out of one we'll put the next one that we've brought on which is you know standard kind of fare but it it kind of made it like almost less of an event because a lot of yeah. the beers that we had were just oh it's like little monsters uh um like pale ale cool nice beer i'll have that great it's you know ex breweries. It's it's uh, uh, good chemistry's ESB. Lovely beer. Cool. I'll have one of those. There wasn't anything that kind of I suppose for me at least really drew me to them. And it was maybe some breweries uh, like Moonwake. I hadn't had a beer from them before, so I went over to see uh, uh, what they had and, and that kind of thing. Being able to experience breweries maybe that we hadn't had before. But again, maybe it's that expectation that you're going to be like, cool, everyone's bringing their A game. They're bringing their best beers right. for this big festival. And everything is like, oh, no, it's just a, just it's just their standard kind of IPA. Cool. It's nice. Great. What's next? Um, so maybe a little bit of uh, expectation management required for next year, potentially. But then someone ridiculous will turn around and bust out, you know, 20 bottles of something special that they've brewed for it and you've all got to line up again. Um, uh, Lucy, we'll come back to you. Um, so any, any any thoughts, any kind of comments on the festival uh, um, as a whole or or any or any more beers you want to talk about? It was hot. Maybe they shouldn't have those greenhouse hot. tents when it's like <laughs> 30 degrees. Um, yeah. I mean, if it, do it in April. 
April's usually quite good. It's it's warm. Raining. It's not too hot. It might rain. I mean, rain on that day would have been lovely. If it had just um, showered for ten minutes, perfect. It was just very hot, which is doesn't usually happen. To be fair, so yeah. you know you can only account so much for the weather. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I think by the time that the um, you know, in probably the last two three hours, it seemed like. You know, we had seen everything, and it was just, uh, I don't know, um, maybe a bit more variety. Yeah. Variety. Would it, would it, mm. it just seemed like there was a less, and maybe that's not like in, you know, headcount for like the brewers or something, but it just seemed... That's something more yeah. substantive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I get that, because yeah. I think a lot of it is like this notion of calm hmm. but maybe it's then, i mean like breweries are struggling at the moment you know well that's why i'm saying it so why i try to indicate it, it's like it's a notion of calm not stability and it's like yeah sometimes sometimes those things don't like line up but mm-hmm. like what we want is like the notion of calm in and that it just doesn't happen. So sometimes, mm. like, oh yeah, uh, this worked great, and I just want to push it. And they're like, oh, but also the people involved need their living wage, etc., and it all falls apart. Yeah, maybe, maybe you know, um, doing a uh, festival beer, small batch, yeah. is just not economically viable. Um, sure. Currently, uh, so yeah, yeah, because there's it, it, a few it, it's things where it's tough. like. It just seems like, oh, this is the spillover of the batch that we already have the bre- at the brewery, like stuff we've already seen in cans and yeah. stuff that we've already tried. And but you know, maybe that's just a sign of the times. Potentially, and it's interesting because I didn't. I don't think I drank a beer from any Bristol brewery. I know. Uh, I think Adol, you had ESB from I did, Good yeah. Chem, which I had a little sup of. Um, but we didn't go to Arbo, didn't go to Wiper and True, um, no, 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 no. any of any of the, the, the because again it was they all had beers that I've had before, so it was kind of trying to seek out people they brought there and again make it more of a cool. You've you've brought these people to Bristol for us to try their beer, so that's yeah. what I'm going to gravitate more towards, um, which again is a different experience to previous years. Um, so yeah, we'll see how it. Uh, evolves in that sort of sense alongside you know this uh, uh, kind of tracking element that they've sort of brought in as well so next year will be interesting uh, uh, to see how these changes come about if anything does change it you know the, the, the industry might be in an even worse place this time next year we might all be in an incredibly worse place this time next year and it will be yeah apps exactly there'll be one brewery there and there'll be one beer <laughs> and it will be uh, a, a mild and it will be warm and that will be it like brilliant it's just like oh it's a three and a half percent bitter that's all we're serving this year it's like well we'll take it fine um Right. Just sit in a sweaty tent with everybody else. Uh, let's move on from Bristol Craft Beer Festival uh, and jump into our second topic for today, which is not E3, but it kind of is E3 because it's yeah. E3 time. And even though E3 hasn't happened and the, the trade show as such hasn't happened, 
everyone, almost everyone, has still come out with their pre-recorded Nintendo Direct rip-off mm-hmm. video. No, no, it can't be Nintendo Direct because Nintendo will definitely fucking z- <laughs> just kill any notion of. I will kill you. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there's a Nintendo Direct happening like tomorrow or it next. It oh, it's happened. Oh, it happened. Mm. Oh, when was that? Today? Yesterday? Yesterday. Right. I. Cool. Mm. Um, let's just talk about that. I suppose uh, non E three. Anything we've seen that we like the look of. Um, you know, I, I, as a sort of a starting point, I think I. Kind of like the notion of not E3, but yeah, the different conferences that have kind of spilled out of it. So stuff that is non-standard. So like, I mean, Day of the Devs has been going on for a long time now. Yeah, but always comes out with some absolute bangers, and mm-hmm. and it's all just like wish list fodder of, of Day of the Devs. Um, but then there's the Wholesome Games conference, um, as well, like a little pre-recorded. Uh, kind of hourish sort of video, which again shows a lot of little indie titles and stuff. So I like that it's making these slightly more independent showcases of games, I suppose, which aren't in any way kind of they're not trying to sell you the product necessarily. Right. They're kind of more like we have found things that we really want to show you. Mm-hmm. You buy it if you want, but we're going to be buying these games essentially. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the thing I kind of take away from you know this year maybe more than than previous years. Even though E three hasn't actually happened for Doggies. four yeah. years, yeah. three four years now, yeah. um, it literally doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. We'll, we'll roll around the room, Lucy. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, indie ones are always the highlight. Um. Hmm. I actually thought uh, PlayStation. Well, it was a bit before this whole E three thing. I thought hmm. theirs was. Mm-hmm. Decent. Um, I thought Xboxes was good. Um, Nintendo's yesterday was pretty good. So, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's. Um, I mean, think that. I, I don't know. I don't know what the temperature is of other people. Like, I mean, I've not really been online recently, or is it, you know, seen the great. reaction. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, so I don't know how other people feel about it, but it just feels a bit weird. I mean, I know the Switch is coming to its end. There's still a few bits and bobs um, mm. coming. Uh, maybe not things I'm personally interested in. There's 2D Mario, Fair, it's yeah. alright. But, um... Uh, yeah, the PlayStation and Xbox. Um, I don't know. I think I think PlayStation first party was a bit quiet. Um... Xbox is all the promise of 2024, but we've seen promises come yeah. and go from them. So it just doesn't seem like, oh, we're in the, well, it's probably still at the start of the generation, to be honest, but it doesn't seem like anything's picking up too much momentum at the moment. Because, um, mm. mainly because I think with just Xbox, it's a lot of broken promises most of the time. So yeah. <laughs> um, you can't get hyped about that, surely. Uh, and yeah, if you do, if you it's like do, you fuck something up, right? Yeah, mm, yeah. Mm. Um, that being said, like you know, there's a, there's a lot in the pipeline. Um, I, don't know, I just don't care. It, I didn't care in the lead up to E3. Yeah, it's it's a weird, it's a difficult one for yeah. Xbox because, like, it's almost 
like stuff is still a way away, and mm. we need to sell stuff. So let's let's get Richard Iowari in for Fable because it's, he's yeah. a British guy. But Fable's a British thing. Right. Let's let's, Fable, yeah. let's. I mean, it does looks great, mm. but it's still not quite far enough along to give us yeah. much. But, and it's good, kind of sell it on so personality. Ego driving the thing yeah. versus like. Yeah. Ah, we're in this weird impasse. What does it mean to be in this impasse? Which is why I really love The Wicker Man and the context in which most people like have watched that movie. Because like, <laughs> I didn't get to The Wicker okay. Man. Hang on, wait, no, no. Let's see where we're going. Let's see where we're going. <laughs> oh yeah, this is this is me. This is a connections in great. Do ways. you mean the original or the Nicholas Cage oh. one? <laughs> Oh, fuck, thousand percent the original. Look, I love Nicolas Cage, but no, obviously I'm not making like, an emphatic like narrative point on Nicolas Cage. Go for it. It's not... So, oh, if I was going to do that thing, it's not going to be the Wicker Man. The thing that I will like <laughs> cling on to for Nicolas Cage is not going to be the Wicker Man. It's going to be like... Face off, Con Air, like era. Put, put Nicholas Cage to the side. What's the analogy? What's going on? What are we chatting? <laughs> yeah, oh, I didn't like get that. to. Look. Is it gone? It's gone. <laughs> it's, yeah, gone. it's gone. It's definitely gone. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Um, fair. Um, what about games, Lucy? Was there any like specific game that really uh, kind of jumped out to you that you're like, yep, wish listed instantly? Or <laughs> Starfield, like that seems. Mm? Oh. I'm. It's got so I'm much interested. promise, right? It's not, yeah, yeah. It has so much promise. Whether they, I'm still like, <laughs> they, they can't possibly <laughs> follow through on any of this. Um, so I'm just like, yeah. But considering like this is not my kind of game, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, you, you want to see something? You want to see something Ooh. pretty? Yeah. I broke. I broke. I broke. You broke what? NDA. Yeah, no. go for it. <laughs> I broke. I, I broke. I've got the Starfield controller. Ooh, nice. Oh, wait. You have a Starfield controller? Why? Yes, it's very mm, Lucy. What? It's pretty. It's pretty. No. It's very pretty. No. What? It's pretty. But you play. You play Starfield with the Starfield controller, I guess. I mean, I don't care if the game's good. The controller's just very pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that'll accept. I'll accept that nine times out of ten. But the like in between, I mean, it seems weird. <laughs> have you seen it, Adil? I mean, it's not very good in lighting where I am now. But have you seen it? Seen what? Google it. The Starfield controller. It's very pretty. No, I definitely haven't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you Google it, sir, um, and tell me whilst, that's not pretty. Whilst we've got a little bit of time, mm-hmm. and Adil is not quite asleep yet is there anything that you've seen sir that you'd like to tell us about from not E3 slash E3 Citizen Sleeper 2 I'll just throw that I assume that's a no (laughs) Citizen Sleeper 2 I don't trust any Uh... Citizen Sleeper 1 through 17 (laughs) I don't think that fucking game exists other outside of what you're saying. Cool. I know. I know, but it's like, like a real you, game. You thinking of Star Citizen? 
No, I'm thinking <laughs> all games don't exist anymore. I've I've given up oh, on shit. the idea of them. I mean, oh shit, th- that is entirely your belief, nice boy. <laughs> Um, I'm not suggesting it's a good one. I'm just saying I've got tired of tracking things, so I've just yeah. assumed that's fair. Yeah. Absolutely fair. Um, uh, game. I mean, this is the thing with the conferences, right? The game is going to come out when it comes out, and you'll find out two weeks before it's going to come out that it's coming yeah. out, and then you yeah. go, "Cool, that's coming out. I'll now look out for it or, yeah. or think about it." Honestly, most of the things that I've forgotten. Um, there was that cool-looking game that's in like the American South. Um, don't know the name of it, and it was literally just a CG trailer. Um, what did you do? It looks, it looks what cool. did you do? Uh, you trailed. Let's have a look. Midnight. <coughs> I think it's called Midnight something. Xbox game. Mm. No. You see, we're terrible at this. Like, ben, do you did you see anything? Because <laughs> I can't remember anything. I mean, I mean, some stuff is already things like a lot of the stuff that I saw was already kind of on my radar. Yeah. Um, things like Viewfinder, which I played a demo oh, yeah, for yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little while ago. South um, of Pacific. That looks Ooh, wicked. South of Midnight. I okay. hope it's good. Uh, it's not, it doesn't um, come to mind. Nothing comes to mind for that, so I'll have a look. Um, uh, Pacific Drive. I think it was showed in the PlayStation conference. It's that kind of. Uh, uh, like ridiculously good looking um like driving uh, survival kind of game i suppose um it's coming to pc mm-hmm. as well um but like that just looks a bit kind of different i suppose uh it's kind of a bit of a uh, i remember seeing that ages ago kind of it, it like, like almost a, a horror vibe i suppose um, yeah. I don't know where it's made. Um, what was the other one? Uh, yeah, Prince that I was Persia looks alright. Pr- uh, Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia was the other one of the other ones that kind of piqued oh, my interest. But again, it's, it's, it's Ubisoft. Really not good. So though. yeah, it's no, Ubisoft. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, it's fine. We can talk about Prince of Persia. We can you know potentially review it, but it's still a trash company uh, yeah. in terms of their upper management. And how they treat their staff, which seems to have been a completely dead story oh, since about September of last year. Um, so who knows? Uh, well, yeah. I say who knows if it's still the same. Probably is still the same. But uh, there's a team making the new Prince of Persia game. I'm mm. sure you know most of them are lovely people. Um, so it looks cool. Mm. There was yeah, um, it looks cool. Uh, that game was it in Day of the Devs where it was. Basically, it's like Quop. Where you're oh, moving God, that's mouth. great. <coughs> Quop um, is so bad. Um, <laughs> Salt Sea Chronicles, which is the guys who made Mutazione, the next game. Oh, nice. That, yeah. That was really pleased to see. Oh, gosh, what? It's, it's Bennett Foddy. And he's made. Better forty is so good. Yeah, he's basically made, um, in conjunction. Who, who, who is it? Uh, this is great listening for <laughs> people. Um, just type into Google Bennett Foddy and just see what comes yeah, up. Yeah, game upcoming game. Where it's basically you're a big old man baby. Um, it's called Baby Steps. Uh, oh wow! Okay, 
and it's it's a walking simulator in the literal sense of the term, where wow. you've got this um big big old baby man living in his parents' basement or whatever learns how to walk, and it just looks weird. And was it was it um the soundtrack from the people who did uh what was it called? The Ape Escape game. <laughs> that's not Ape Escape. But the oh, top down. The Ape Escape game that's not Ape Escape. Yeah, the top down. Is, oh, um, Ape Out. Ape Out, yeah. Is that, is that... Oh, that's a great game. Mm. Like with all of the like the, the, the reactive music that, that kind of builds as you're moving through the level and mm-hmm. doing kind of violent things as the ape, but it's all just like offbeat jazz. Yes. Yeah, that's such a good soundtrack. Yeah, and I think... They're doing the soundtrack to this. Nice. Oh, I should play A part again. It's just, it looks weird and Mm. very stupid, and I'm all about it. (laughs) It looks like it'll be infuriating as well. Um, Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what you need. You need to be infuriating. The 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 one I've just thought of, um, which uh, I'll talk about next week probably because I have played the demo for it because it is Steam Next Fest, so there's loads of demos out that we'll talk about next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the one that really stood out from the Xbox showcase was uh, I assume I'm saying this incorrectly, but Jusant. Oh yeah, Jusant. The the, the 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 climbing one, um, just because of how fluid that climbing looked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of this, you know, very kind of, I, I suppose it, it it's almost a cartoony but slightly more realistic kind of aesthetic uh, to it. Um, it almost looks a little bit kind of not as stylized as something like uh, Sable, but it looks similar in terms of its tone that it's kind of uh, giving off. Uh, but yeah, mm. just Sant. Uh, it's uh, from Don't Nod. So, uh, um, and don't not absolutely bashing out games at the moment. They they released like a game today, um, uh, like another visual novel esque kind of uh, uh, game Mm. that they've just put out. They've got another one coming out, which I think I've got a demo uh, loaded for as well. Um, What's that one called? Well, that was from the previous. uh, I think it's Stray Gods as well. So uh, Mm. I don't know if they're if they're making all of these games or if they're just publishing uh, um some of them um but yeah a bunch of a bunch of uh stuff coming out from them soon so uh just sound was yeah the other one which kind of really um stood out to me mm. so uh, yeah all of it is kind of smaller games again as it is almost every year uh when e3 kind of rolls yeah. around yeah uh, um and yeah just nice to know that quite a few of them will be yeah. in game pass so that's me yeah serious. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, I, I did notice that uh, Cities Skyline Two is coming oh, shit, to yeah. PC Game Pass uh, on release. So I think it, it. I might just be getting like Game Pass for like four months just to play Starfield and City Skylines Two. Uh, just hit it for a few months to get some some worth out of it for the last. Uh, kind of quarter of the year or or, yeah. or something and then maybe pick up some of these other games as well uh, like just sant and, and a few of those that are coming kind of day one to to the service as well mm-hmm. so it seems like a very good time to especially with the third party games 
yeah. um, coming out to go to, to, to delve back into Game Pass uh, from kind of maybe September mm. onwards, perhaps. Uh, so yeah, I mean, and again, the Xbox showcase was essentially just a Game Pass advertisement, I guess. Yeah, I mean. uh, uh, just like here's all of the games that are coming to Game Pass. Yeah, like, yeah cool. Okay, brilliant. Yes, I'll have some of those, please. Um, cool. Okay. Uh, anything to finish on from either of you? Um, it's just small games getting like release dates, which is nice to see. Mm-hmm. Like that Defender game, which is about oh yeah, which is Adil's favorite game with the Canadian cooking. Yeah, like Indian heritage, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. but Canadian cooking game. Yeah. Sorry, mm. I'm just looking at the wholesome direct thing and all. Yeah, like yeah, a graphic you. of all that they announced, and it's a lot stuff that I uh, don't even fair. know what it is or remember. <laughs> That's a lot, a lot of, lot of cute-looking games. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lots of cats this year. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Who doesn't love cats? Definitely not my influence. Uh, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Good. Well, let's finish there, then, for this week. If there's anything else, Lucy, you can always add an addendum onto the start of, yeah. of next week. Okay, I think I've got uh, hit off stuff that kind of looks back in. Cool. Game follow-up. Yeah. And Blasphemous mm. 2, that was announced. Oh, yes. Yeah. Earlier in the year, I don't know when or where. That might be a Nintendo thing, I can't remember, but yeah, mm. yeah. Still no uh, Silk Song. It doesn't exist. Oh, that's not going to happen. No. It's just not going to happen. I'm just dying. Yeah. Make your peace, yeah. my dude. Yeah. I'm hanging my hand uh, hat on um, Blasphemous 2, and that will yeah. I'll be fine. Fair. I'll, Fair. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll or you just go uh, back to Blasphemous. Again. I yeah. 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 Good, good. Uh, let's roll back round then to the beers for the episode. Uh, I can very quickly say this Rocket Lolly did nothing change ah. didn't change at all uh I, it's fine it's fine <laughs> i just chuck ah. it up to a beer that i have drank and <laughs> will never drink again so um what, what, what i'll say is the uh, neon raptor fear the rancor barrel aged uh ba pecan bagel danish imperial stout <laughs> uh boy this just beer needed to be by itself in the corner. Like, uh, the things I like about it are exactly what you would have thought would be like taxing, given like Ben was like, ah, oh, this is how this beer worked out. I was like, hey, this is how this beer worked out also, but also if it didn't, it would have been magical this way. Mm. Uh, by that, I mean, like, it's just like such a niche beer, it just needs you to like ride its own wave. Right. Um, and it works really well that way, but um, not in the way where you and your interlocutor was just like, I don't know. It's complicated because, like, everyone's happy with the, like, service level thing, but if we're going past that, it doesn't work. Which is kind of what I feel about Bristol's scene having been away for, like, a year has been like there's like really tight moments but like it needs to be more free-flowing 
Okay. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bigger conversation. I know y'all want to go to bed. Maybe a conversation for next week, perhaps. Um, if you, dear listener, went to the Bristol Crappie Festival or you have thoughts about not E3 or any of the games that were showing, give us a shout at Tanks of Cast on socials. I'm at Nova underscore 47. Lucy is. Just hearing a deal talking about flowing and catch the waves. Look, don't and in fucking his shirt open. My, you my look like a bullshit. You look like you just <laughs> got off the plane from Cali and you spent I like six months you, there. But also, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> He's just bowled in. He's just bowled in for being at the beach. I'm just an asshole. It's just like, I'm just like, no, you hipster just got asshole. Surfer vibes make your, to you make your peace. This week. As soon as you um, recognize that your friend is just a hipster asshole, everything's <laughs> I mean, easier. we all are. We all are. That's, uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, Adol, if people want to talk to you on the internet, how do they do I that? I mean, they won't. the Omniarch, T-H-E-O-M-N-A-R-A-R-S-H. Surf's up 1984. Cool. There are the places that you can get us. Go to outflies.net to read various reviews that are going up. Lee's putting out a couple of reviews this and next week. Carl has his article up every week. And you can see our faces in the beers that we have drank on the video version over there or at the Out of Lives YouTube page. Join us every week on Twitch as well to come and chat to us if you fancy, whilst we're recording. Uh, and that's about everything. So, for this week, we've been tagged up. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Whatever the surfers do, do they do the hang loose or something? I don't even know. Yeah. That, almost like, yeah. Bye. What's the Crocodile Dundee one? I mean, you have to throw a fish in. Is, like it, is it? It's not. Is it the horns? Is it the horns? Is it the horns towards the the bull or whatever he does? That's not a knife. Who knows? It's not a knife. <laughs> oh, I see you played knife is spoony before. We recognise we're the worst. Just deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> www.outoflives.net.